Hello, you are listening to Talk The Line, your weekly podcast all about celebrity obsession. Usually we're talking to musicians, sometimes comedians, about things that they are passionate about. The sort of stuff that they sit at home doing and don't really talk about in interviews usually. But we sit down for about 45 minutes and get all the dirt on it. It's never really dirty. It's always just really lovely. I'm Jen Long. We upload a new episode every Friday and you can download it straight to your listening device just by subscribing. It is that easy. You can check all our previous episodes at talktheline.blog from the likes of Tracy Thorne, Murr from Impractical Jokers through to Dan from Bastille. You can follow us on social media. You know how to search for things. I'm not going to bother talking you through that. This year sees the return of the vaccines, arguably one of the UK's most successful guitar bands of the decade, with their fourth album, Combat Sports. Now, with a five-strong lineup, the upbeat and contagious record finds the vaccines moving forward with a re-energised take on the indie rock and roll sound that made their name. The record's title was inspired after singer Justin Young and guitarist Freddie Cowan came to blows on the last day of recording. We've never been shy of telling home truths to each other, says Justin. We're like brothers and brothers fight. Regular listeners might remember bassist Arnie's appearance on Talk The Line almost a year ago where he talked about Icelandic history and you can find that episode at talktheline.blog but on today's podcast we're with singer Justin exploring the relationship between running and mental health. Shall we start? Yes. With your like running schedule and your like what's your kind of experience? When did you begin running? How often do you run? I... I guess I like started running in like cross country at school. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, but I, the weird thing is, is that when I was, like, when I was even at, even in cross country, I remember being I was like the weird guy that liked it. Really? Yeah, yeah, and I, I guess because I was like maybe like better than I thought I was going to be at it, or maybe I tried slightly hard. I, maybe I was like, oh, this is actually something I could do better than all my friends at, <laughs> and like any other sport. And so, and so, I, and I guess that's like you know that's like motivation in itself when you're young, isn't it? Yeah. If you're like, oh, hang on a sec, like I'm running faster than ninety percent of my class. So, I, <laughs> so I guess I like I liked it. And then, weirdly, my dad got into it when he was like in his thirties, and we like grew up in the new forest, so you could just like run out onto the you know, the forest onto the enclosure, in this weird like English safari, you know, like pigs well, and nice, horses and cows it? and stuff. Yeah, so I just like me and my brother would just go with him. And then, and then it just became like a def. It's like become like on and off. I guess there's been periods in my life where I've been like less good about it, but it just became like like my default setting to like get some, or my default option to getting some like air in my lungs. I suppose once you once you if you've done something as a child or, or you know in, yeah, in you your get, teens, uh, you don't have to break into it. Do yeah, you? yeah, there's not that hurdle, yeah. like like yeah. mental I hurdle. Think of be, like I think that's a really big thing. Like most of my friends obviously hate running yeah well, i get more and more people are uh, getting into it on there but like still i'd say the majority of my friends hate running i think i'm lucky that i yeah as you say i like broke into it slowly over time like i never had to like go out for my first run oh at age God. like 27 or something yeah. yeah and i suppose as well in terms of like the physical hurdle because like, there have been periods that like, i ran when i was was at school and i did yeah. like a bit then and then didn't do so much at uni and then trying to start out running again yeah those first few runs it's just it's just stopping it's hellish and, and, and actually the weird thing is is you know like i wanted to kind of say on the at the top of this that like i don't actually love running right like there are times when i do but like often i really don't it's more for me like what i get from it yeah like it take you know i take a lot more out of it than it takes out of me 
um, like that feeling, you know, that kind of that feeling afterwards. And also, like I, I felt, I feel like on so many levels, which I guess we'll get to, like mental, like physical and creative. I've kind of like I've used it to my advantage. And there are some, you know, there are some days I really don't like, like living in London oh, God, through the yeah. winter. Like, there's nothing I like about running. Like, I dread it every day. Or in the summer sometimes when the air gets so thick. Right, and then you just bre- you're breathing in kind of syrup, oh, hot God, syrup. Yeah. But it's like, I am, um, yeah, so it's, it's like a weird, it's weird really. I kind of, it's I have like mixed emotions about it. But it's like, it's just something like I, I've always done. And, and, and also it's kind of, the other thing that's weird about it is I think that uh, on face value, people might take it to be at odds with a kind of like, hedonistic rock and roll lifestyle yeah. but on the contrary i actually think it's like it's very it's eccentric like the fact you you know the fact you'd run anywhere is eccentric to me it's <laughs> like we're not we don't live on you know like we don't live in the okavanga delta anymore in <laughs> botswana like we, you know like it's like where are you running to it's like weird to me it's like forrest gump and, and also it's like incredible there's no like elitism there's no like machismo element to it like it's very like leveling you don't need any equipment you don't need any money it's not competitive if you don't want it to be mm. it's actually like a very like personal inclusive thing that anyone can do and it's such an easy like i'm not sporty like i've never lifted a w- i hate gym culture like i hate that kind of like m- that kind of like definition of masculinity like I- i'm not i don't like competitive sport I feel like it's such an easy way to give something back to your heart, you know, yeah. in return for all the horrible things you put it through as a, like a musician. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Like, yeah. Whether they're like emotional or chemical or, 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 you know what I mean? It's like a, yeah. Yeah, and also that kind of trope of the like raging rock and roll star downing whiskey and smoking loads of joints and smashing loads of drugs. Yeah. It's like, it feels a little bit tired in 2018. It do, and I mean, it's never been more unfashionable, has it? That you know, that yeah. kind of like, yes, sunglasses, cigarette, and leather jacket. I think it's so kind of, it's what your dad thinks a rock star is. Yeah. That said, I think there's, a, I think there's something, there's a lot to. I get a lot of enjoyment from that kind of pantomime rock star of yesteryear and of today. Like, I think there's a lot still to be taken from that. But yeah, and and also just like, who says you? I mean, I sound like my dad now, but like, who says you can't do both? You know what I mean? And actually, I do. I run so I can do the other stuff as well. Like, you know what I mean? It's like you get yeah. to a point in your life where you realize you're only here for like a finite amount of time <laughs> and you probably will die of clogged arteries if you like do all your interviews in the diner <laughs> and only smoke and drink and don't run at least like three, four times a week. Yeah. So I, I suppose it's like just like working out what you can get away with if you yeah don't want to die in 15 years. No, definitely. Yeah. I couldn't agree more yeah. um, as someone who's actively trying to avoid these chips yeah, right know, now. Yeah, me too, yeah. Um, so what is your running routine then? Do you is, do you do three to four times a week? Do you try I'd and stick say, to something? Yeah, three, four, five times a week. And then I have like different routes in London, depending on how energetic I'm feeling or how much time I've got. I try and go under cover of darkness. Do you? Yeah, because I don't like, because I live in quite like a populated area, well, oh, London, right. but like, yeah. I, and I, I live around, you know, lots of friends live nearby and friends of friends and, you know, it's not. You know, it's not something I really want to be seen doing. Oh, um, wow. No, I, I guess I a lot know, of people might not recognise you, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I wear like a, ha- I like wear a hat and like, a, like I wear like a, you know, a, my bro- a tip my brother told me was, you know, you always get, co- you always get flu and cold from your neck. So I've started wearing like a, really? you know, like one of those buffs that you just like protect and I like put it over my, so I'm, so on my mouth and my mouth and nose. So, I, so, but, 
I mean, my friends recognize me. I think. I know, a, but sometimes when yeah. you see someone out of context, true, it's true, like you kind true. of you know you know them, but you can't place. I guess them. I just feel very exposed. Like you're like, oh look, someone's running. Oh, it's Justin. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I like yeah. I guess. Um, so I try and run under cover of darkness, and then I have like different routes depending on. So all your routes are they all kind of like safe street routes then? Because well, that's my like fear much. of going running after dark. Because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go through the park, and then I'm like, oh. Actually, I did like so. I have to. I live right next to um, Trellick Tower in um, Notting Hill. It's like the big Goldfinger building um, with the kind of site. You'll, you'll you'll see it every time you drive past the Westway. But um, mm. there's a little park that r runs next to it, and I I ran through the other night, and there was a man who I actually I don't know if he was homeless. That were defecating in the middle of the the park, and I mean that's like your kind of least of your worries, I think, in a in a in a park like that at that yeah. time. And I so I try, yeah, you're right. I try and stay in safe zones. So what are your like? What are the lengths of the different routes that you? So have? my short one is five k, and then my long one is like twenty twenty five k. Wow, um, it's quite I'll, long, isn't it? Yeah, well, I've like so. <laughs> I've done like a bunch of marathons. Did an ultra marathon. Oh my no, you did yeah. not. I did it in South Africa with my because my brother's like so my brother who I now live with is really into like he's like Iron Man and triathlons or so. So I kind of get swept up in his enthusiasm. So when he like he's done like twenty marathons or something, wow. and he's younger than me. So wh so when he like says that he's going to do something, I'll like once every three years. I'll be like, okay, I'll do that too. So I've done like Barcelona, London, Florence, and two oceans which is like from the atlantic to the pacific in in um in cape town oh my goodness um, yeah so how far is that is that a marathon that's only that's um so it's like an ultra it's, marathon yes yeah, an ultra, ultra so it's like 56 okay i think oh. which is, like is that the longest ultra you've done yeah my brother's done like comrades which is like 90 oh. he's doing marathon to sub you know where you get like i actually have you heard that uh, this urban myth about this guy who did marathon to sub which is basically a desert run you do a marathon every day in the desert but you've only allowed two liters of water a oh, day told and you're supposed to that. carry your stuff and i'm sure this isn't true but the the story goes that he he like ended up he got lost like like um and there's a sandstorm and he, he took refuge in this church and um he was like fuck it, i'm gonna die so he like slit his wrists but his his blood was so congealed because he was so no. dehydrated that he didn't bleed out and he was like fuck it i'm gonna like try and continue and then survived and yeah, supposedly. Doesn't sound... To me, it sounds like a lie, but yeah. I think it's a good story, right? It's a great story. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the dedication <laughs> shown there, not just to running, but to life. So for the ultramarathons, yeah. how do you prepare for that mentally? Because I feel like marathon well, that's all it is, isn't it? Enough. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so another another thing, like, I don't really train for... I, haven't, I don't really train in the classic, like, oh, I've got to do three months and I've got to hit that many miles on that weekend... You know, like that said, I think like it's they are like a test marathons or half marathons or whatever is a push for you. They're like kind of testament to how much further we can go as humans than we think we can. And, you know, that feeling of like feeling tired and it's actually just your like sugar reserves running out and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And like actually I can ultra marathon. All it really is is a mental struggle. You know, it's kind of so you, <laughs> I you, love how casual all it really is. Well, is just hey, mental. Thanks, man. <laughs> but you get to, but you do. I guess you like get to that point. I'm going to wait till you ask me a question before I have a mouthful. We can pause if you want. Um, no, no, because cool, I shouldn't even need to anyway. <laughs> but I, but I um no, but you know, 90% of it is mental. Right. And I, and I, because mm. actually I do you ever get that feeling where it's like almost easier to keep going than to stop. 
Yes, yes, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Sometimes it's actually harder to give up if you're in the middle yeah. of something than just to see it through. Especially with running, if you're a certain distance away from home and you're like, well, I've gone this There's literally only one option is to yeah. keep going. Like, that's the, like, yeah. Actually, that's when you're, yeah, that's a very that's a very weird situation you find yourself in, isn't it? Where you're like, yeah. your only option is to keep doing the thing you hate yeah. to get to the place you want to go. But again, like, I do think like there's a lot to be said for that. And I... Like you like I said, I don't always like running, but I think it's really important to be able to do stuff you don't necessarily. Maybe that's a bit sadistic, but I, I like I I like pushing myself. But like I I always I always think I was like, oh, if I can run a marathon, then like I sh- I can kind of do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like it it's it's, it's it is physical, and I think there's different yeah. people have kind of different anat- anatomies and yeah, different course, physical yeah. capabilities. Yeah. So for me, like the idea of just running a marathon without having like a really plotted out training sure yeah regime. like i don't like, want to be reckless and also like arrogant yeah. like you know like 5k is a seriously <laughs> good you know it's a good effort for, for yeah, yeah you know, like it, I, it's obviously it's a personal thing as but you I, say, I, yeah. I did a half the first half marathon i ever did i hadn't properly trained for it and i got runner's knee because i wasn't okay. like properly stretching and i hadn't built up my distance properly so i guess for me it's like my I brother just got that like issue, yeah. jump in and, and do a marathon or anything because I, I just wouldn't make it through i would i would end up walking the rest yeah. of the way which isn't a cop-out. You still do a marathon, no. but it just feels like a cop-out a My mum actually, she, <laughs> the first one I ever did was Florence, and my mum, age like 60, did it. But she, it was it was kind of a, like a one for like a running club. Like it wasn't, there was no one in like, like Pugsley Bear costumes or anything <laughs> like that. You know, yeah. it was like, it was like running clubs and stuff. And my mum, yeah, I'd like never, you know, she was just like, I guess just, yeah, doing it for the same reasons I just talked about. But she ran it so slowly that they started like clearing the course up. And I, she completed it, but we like looked at her times, and I like don't want to talk shit on my mum, but like she definitely cheated by mistake, because like all of a sudden you're like, how are you running like three minute miles for like the last? Three? <laughs> because because she'd obviously like she'd got lost, and there were like no stewards oh, left, so yeah. she just cut out like a big chunk of the end of the marathon. So if you're listening, mum, you've never actually done a marathon. Brutal. <laughs> but then you kind of end up doing so much extra on the day in terms of like right, walking yeah, from yeah. the finish line to the you know no, to meet your a, friends and everything like that. You probably and that end carries up doing you a pretty more. long way, doesn't it? That yeah. sort of like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah like she as you say, did. yeah. She probably, probably did walking, did walking the there and walking back. She did. Yeah. You did, I'll Mum. You're all right. Yeah. Um. But then yeah. So so mentally, how do you prepare for something? Do you have to kind of do anything in 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 your mind when you're going in for those long distances? Do you like have a mental approach to them that? is somewhat different to just going for a 5k no do you not no i don't think i do because i think that i run them i run slowly and then obviously you're like there's like rash actually when when i was in after like you're obviously like rationing like sugar and all that sort of stuff when Mm. i was in on this african one i did there's like an elevation of like 1500 meters or something then at the top there's supposed to be a water station but they ran out of water. Oh, my God. And, and people were behaving like, you know, it was kind of like an angry baying mob. You know, it's kind of like, it was pretty insane. Because the people, you know, people like really needed water. Actually, to make that even more, you know, to, to make that even more awkward, actually, what was really horrible, it's, like one, it's one of the, ho- you know, horrible things about, about going to places like South Africa is we were like running and kind of like pouring bottles of water over our heads to cool us down. And then there were like, you know, like kids from the township kind of like running up and begging for the water and oh. stuff. Which is obviously really is a horrible thing. Because so they're like, like experiencing at the moment such a shortage, aren't they? They actually had like yeah, a day yeah, yeah, zero. Yeah, yeah. Like there's people um, who can't, who, who are like, you can't even have water to wash. Right, exactly. I, I, I think that's like a... 
which is insane in no, in, it in, is. in a modern and so country. You re- it really, yeah, it puts puts things into perspective as they say. But I, so that was like, yeah, that you felt I felt quite. T- I was kind of not a nice element of it. Mm. Then, because we were we were going to talk about like mental health. Yeah. So I was just like, does it is it? What are the challenges when you're going through? Do you ever, like, while you're running, do you ever feel like I can't get through this or like I'm going to have to I stop? I normally or, think, like, oh no, this is. I always think we. I was. I, I always think this is an opportunity to show myself that I'm stronger than I think I am, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I, I, it's like you've come. You know, it's such a. You're kind of like there's such tangible markers on that road to kind of whatever your, um, your sort of goal is that like you've come that far that it's sort of easier. You know, very few people give up when they're in that situation, which I think yeah. is like an amazing thing. But for me as well, like you know, on on like the mental health thing, I, I suffer really badly from an- anxiety and like stress and, and um yeah i guess like anxiety more than anything and and it's just like it's like the feeling I, I, one thing that's really amazing about running is like you know i'll always like turn off my phone if i if i take it i'll like listen to music but I'll, like you know so you're kind of like you're kind of separated from you separate yourself from the outside world and it's like it's one of those things where you whether i've enjoyed it or not like i feel i really like reconnect with myself like you I feel like incredibly human you know that feeling when you just get back from a run and you're like there's there's no kind of like haze there's nothing between you and who you are and uh, you feel incredibly connect like connected to yourself yeah no just for that kind of I mean part endorphins yeah part achievement yeah and and also yeah just just that sweat that primal it's it's a very primal you know as I joked about the beginning of this it's like a very primal thing to do you know and and Mm. and I do you know particularly with the mind that I have and the city that I live in, you know, like I think we all, you know, constantly feel very kind of like trapped and agitated. You know, this feeling where I like, just want to fucking run. I just <laughs> want to run away. Not like put on my trainers and run, but you know, you just want to run away well, from. And I, s- I suppose as well for you, and as you were saying earlier about like not, not wanting to be seen by your friends, you do kind of live in a different space to a lot of the rest of us where, you know, you, you might get recognized walking down the street or, you know, you have sort of the eye of, of the media or, or of um, yeah, entertainment and industry and, and people who are fans like on you, as, especially as the front man, whereas they say that running is like the great leveler. Right, exactly. And, and I didn't even know they I didn't even know they said that, but I, uh, certainly that's uh, certainly how I feel about it. And, and, you know, actually, there's been a lot in the last like two or three years written about like the mental health of people making music. And, you know, I think something that, you know, doesn't get talked about enough is just how hard it is on the mind and heart and soul like having people like talk about you and critique you and, and, and critique what you do and like you know not necessarily seeking that stuff out but often just stumbling across it and kind of yeah. being unable to avoid it and it's like it's a very you know music and art in general uh, uh, kind of they're more often not made by sensitive people yeah and it's a very hard thing to like Obviously, it's like the best job in the world, blah blah blah. Like, <laughs> but it's a, it's like it's an inc- you know it's like a it really like takes its toll. And then yeah, like, as you say, like running, it, it, like it is a great le- it is a great leveler. It kind yeah. of that's just, you do feel like very human. I feel that a bit playing football actually as well. Yeah, well, I think yeah. it's anything to do with with you know getting out there, doing yeah. exercise, socializing with other people, yeah. the rush that you get from endorphins and from that activity. Yeah, but I think there's something about running that just it, it, the the way that it it, it is, it's sort of it's very meditative. It's very meditative. It's very hypnotic. Yeah. Like essentially, that kind of 
you know, ticking over, doing the same thing again and again for like... And it know, is high intensity as well. Yeah, Even if you're is, jogging, yeah. it's yeah. high intensity. Yeah. Um, I think that it... Yeah, it's... It, I, I guess so. I guess so much of I guess so much of um, you know, so many of my like kind of mental health problems come from a feeling of hopelessness and like not having control over a situation. Mm. And I think like when you when you and you know like I think the the kind of like you know one route I'll find myself going down is like partying, for example, which I like definitely have done in times you know I like go out every day for six months in time like in dark times and stuff and like. That's like you're losing control even more. Like running, I think, is like an opportunity to like take some of that control back. Yeah, and it's not like it's funny because I guess we're talking about it. I, if you don't run, it's quite an abstract way to talk about something, isn't it? And it's mm. also I don't, it still I don't feel it's probably making it any more attractive talking about it like this. But like it's a hard thing to really explain unless you it's a feeling really rather than a isn't it? I don't it know. Really, yeah. I think there's something romantic about it in that yeah. sense as well, where like. Sometimes when I do think about, you know, like a, a kind of crisp, clear, bright mm. morning and you get up and you get out there and it's like that sort of, you know, going down a canal or through a park and it's all beautiful and green and yeah. it just makes you feel a bit more alive. Exactly. And and something and really romantic and about that's that. The, I completely agree. And, that, and that's another, you know, like quite often if I'm in hotels and with jet lag or whatever, I'll use the tremor. But then there's other times where I'll, you know, I'll like really make an effort to like go, particularly if it's like sunny outside, I'll like make an effort to go out and like run around the city we're in and that that's been you know like i honestly have had like some of my like favorite life memories have been i don't know like running up to the observatory in, in um griffith park in la or like running you know like uh, down the west side highway in new york or like through surrey hills in sydney and all these like you know like amazing places it's like things you'll never forget and you kind of see that you know see the cities in a way you wouldn't otherwise See them. I mean, that in itself is like good for the soul, isn't it? Yeah, and I, yeah. D I don't know. I don't think that running as an exercise form, so like running the actual motion of running, is the same as like going for a run. So, like you say on the right, treadmill, yeah. to me, there's very like different, it's yeah. very different to run yeah, on a treadmill yeah. to, ru to running outside. Yeah, yeah. Not, I mean, you're, you know, it, it, obviously it's better on the knees. The, I mean, run, the treadmill <laughs> is really just like a means to an end. It's like if I want to like run off some of the jet lag, like earn my right to have like 25 bottles of local beer that <laughs> night and like 17 tacos and like you know what I mean and and also like that's the one time when I get competitive with myself I'll like try and time myself on the treadmill to like yeah. see how fast I can go and, and, and also just to give yourself something else to occupy your mind because right, it's, yeah. it's not the most interesting of things it's actually it, you can kind of go insane on a treadmill yeah. <laughs> I have to say like it's pretty like yeah it's Whereas pretty I hardcore. feel like when you're outdoors it just the 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 scenery disappears far quicker and before true, you know it you true. can yeah, have yeah. run you know five and, and, six miles and you know also been taught you know been talking about it kind of being this very personal thing but it's also like the camaraderie you get from like doing it with someone as well i think yeah. it's like an amazing thing and then and we, we would we did a podcast with tracy thorne a couple of weeks ago where she was talking about walking yeah. and she goes on a lot of long distance walks with a group of friends and she was saying how you get into that rhythm and you kind of your mind sort of clears and then you just start having these really deep conversations because you're not looking at each other you're looking yeah. ahead yeah and it's exactly the same, that like rhythm of running that brings these yeah. things out of you that you wouldn't normally talk about sat face to face with someone in the pub. No, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be yeah, really yeah, therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and, it, and, it, and like time warps. And then I also find as well, you kind of, once you get to a certain point in the run, you're like so tired and out of breath that you really only end up talking about the things that matter. Yeah. I don't know. I, I love running with other people, actually. Mm. And you kind of and and actually that carries you a lot further. You can end up doing. You can kind of end up going twice as far as you thought you could because yeah. 
you're kind of in it together. I don't know. There's like they've done, and it's not you know. At first, I always thought the idea that running and physical exercise were good for your mental health was sort of like just kind of like conjecture or, or just you know like a sort of well of course it's good for you because yeah, you get endorphins you. but right, there's, yeah, yeah. there's definitely they've done a lot of studies into it and they found that it's in some cases for depression it, it's as um successful as taking antidepressants it's i believe just, just i, as, I just absolutely believe that i mean i, I so that's I, like a scientific fact no i absolutely <laughs> believe that and i and i uh, uh, you know going back to that feeling of like i don't know I think particularly when you live in a city like we do, like that, you do constantly sort of feel trapped. I feel trapped. like trapped, like yeah. closed in, you know. And I think that is the root of so many. It's why people. It's one of the reasons people feel so good when they go on holiday because all of a sudden there's like endless beaches, or you know, what, mm. you kind of suddenly have personal space again. And actually, like running is a very good way of orchestrating your own personal space within spheres that you d wouldn't like kind of otherwise find it i don't know you know it's sort of and it's just it's really really difficult to look at a screen while running yes which yeah. is such a wonderful escape well that's i think i'm not like i'm not into like thermals or like the you know like a lot of people get quite techy with running and they're like strava and all that kind of stuff yeah it, the screen do you have your phone on your arm yeah do you see i don't even do that because i because i i just kind of want to be like free from some, all of it it depends what sort of run i'm going on if it's just a kind of like like two or three miles around the block in the morning just like Get, do some exercise for the day so that you know like yeah, you say yeah. you can then have a few beers and a pizza later yeah. like fine i just go out and run and not worry about it and sometimes yeah. it's nice not to have any anything in your ears like anything well that's preoccupied actually yourself. you know I, that's another thing i actually wanted to talk that another element that i wanted to, you know i, I guess we've got talked about like the physical stuff that benefits which is w whatever really and then and then and then the mental which i think are like a lot more important but what was like creatively like i had like it's helped me like immeasurably like so whenever i write or like demo a new song i'll always go for a run and listen to it on repeat mm -hmm. because like, it like helps me with the like the tempo and the cadence and the feel and the mood and like melodies like i can really like study it with like no distractions well this is the other thing that you know the effects of running that you wouldn't actually uh, you know think about is that it they, it's been proven to help your creativity as well as alleviate well, they say, they say, mental and, health and i often you know i will also run with no music if i need to you know if i need to think of a clever like lyrical refrain or like mm. you know uh, and there is this whole thing that like they say like all the most powerful men and women in the world like run the world by running you know because they like they have all their best ideas when they're out on their morning run and, and actually like i my i feel like my mental capacity like doubles when i'm running as yeah. well like i suddenly i'm like i spend most of my day like, ooh, like just kind of like in a daze kind of like worrying that i've killed every brain cell i was given but then all of a sudden <laughs> like i run i'm like oh hang on a sec that's quite a clever idea and yeah. i've thought of like artwork ideas i think i thought of video ideas i've thought of like yeah like song title you know like mm. any anything you can imagine like i in a weird way, it's sort of like I'm like working when I'm running almost. No, definitely. Yeah. I, I think I always have my best like ideas yeah. and I always like find solutions to problems when I'm exercising Absolutely, in some yeah. form. But there's just something about the motion of running that kind of fires off different parts of your brain that you wouldn't because most people think it's so like repetitive and it's you right. know just you don't you don't need to be you don't need a high iq to go for a run it's one foot in front of the other you know it's not yes. like doing a certain you know sport like football where there's strategy or like badminton or even like rowing or anything like that. it's literally you just run you we all learned how to do it as a kid so people think which it's is so ironic simple. because pretty much all the people i know that run are clever 
but yeah, it's <laughs> actually they, they. I was reading just before we met about a study from the University of Arizona, I yeah. think, where they compared they put people in like an MRI machine for a scan, and they compared the brain waves of sedentary males to the brain waves of competitive runners. And it was like the differences between their connections in their brain and the things that were firing off. It was so m much more developed and active yeah. in the people who were physically active. Yeah. I like the sound. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, it's really supposed to help with your ability to learn. I think offsetting dementia as well. Is yes. They've, they've done studies yeah. that prove that I'm it's... I'm countering that with my sugar intake. Though. Oh my That's God. Uh, right yeah. now we are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I've, 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 heard, I've, I've, read, I've heard and read about that as well. I mean, I, th I think that like in any way, in ev I mean, other than for your knees and hips. <laughs> we, mm -hmm. Because, they're, they're, you know, actually the other thing is they say you only got a certain amount of miles in you. That's another like weird, they'll, you know, that's, they'll, that's what they'll say. You know, the other weird thing about running actually is that you're, you hit your peak um, in your 30s. <gasps> Most sports really? are in your 20s running. You can, you're actually like, you're, your your capacity to run further and at a quicker pace is at its peak in your 30s. Oh, maybe I have yeah. got another marathon in me then. Well, no, honestly, I, I, and actually then obviously you can, you know, there's people running up into their like 70s, 80s, but that, but that is like, a, you know, we're entering the kind of peak of our uh, running uh, careers. And there's not many other areas that you can say that. No, <laughs> not at all. No. The, you know, the world uh, worships youth. Yeah. Running does not... Yeah. When you were talking earlier about like having like certain things like having your phone strapped to you, like I I usually have podcasts for longer runs. Yeah, I like a podcast for longer run. But then the so the other weird thing is that running, listening to music makes me run faster. Does it make you run to the tempo of what you're listening sometimes, to? Sometimes, yeah. But I'll like it'll like it annoys me that it makes me run quicker. <laughs> so I sometimes will try and yeah, I'll like try and listen to. But then. Do you never find that when you start, once you start getting tired, the people's voices start to grate? No, I drift off okay. and then I realize I haven't listened to anything okay. they've been saying yeah. for like 10 minutes. And then because you're running, it's really hard yeah. to stop and press the 15 second I sometimes imagine that I was running with them and that <laughs> they were like talking in depth, you know, for an hour and a half about mm. Nietzsche. <laughs> um, and like, would I want my running partner to be talking about that like nonstop? You know what I mean? And then it's yeah. like getting like a bit annoyed, like I get annoyed, but like irritated by it. I think when I did the the London Marathon towards the end, I think I was about three miles from the finish line, and that got that was the point where I just couldn't deal with anything anymore. I couldn't deal with music. I couldn't deal with anything. I, just I reached that point quite early. I think I, I can't. I actually can't. So if, when I do marathons, I can't listen to music. Like like music like really grates me after like about half. It's really weird because I guess I just like want to be like doing things at my own speed in my own yeah. world. Yeah. And they always say they're like, oh, the crowd just cheers you on. The crowd's so fantastic. You got to listen to the crowd, and then you just hit those like several mile like, shut lengths. Shut the fuck up, crowd. No, when, there, when there's just no one around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're true. like, oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a very uninhabited part of London. There's Once no one on the Isle the of Dogs. Cutty grass or yeah. whatever it's called. <laughs> like, cutty socks. Cutty socks. Cutty grass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, exactly. <laughs> but I but the crowd can't irritate me as well. Like. And actually, I w when I did London, I wore my name. You know, obviously, I guess everyone's got their name on their thing, right? I can't I think remember. You have to get it put on specially. No one, yeah. uh, no, not a single person said my name. No, not a single person. I was eyeballing people to make them say my name because yeah, I, I needed I, it by the end so much. I was just staring people in the eyes. How quickly did you do it? Uh, four and a half hours. That's great. That's really it's good. All right. Yeah, it's really I've only good. I've got little legs. So. No, it's really good. I um, yeah, I'm not a quick runner either. What, what was your time? 
So I've al- always done about like 350. Oh, that's good, yeah. It's fine. Like, really good. It's fine. It's like sub, isn't sub four supposed to so be really, really good? Sub four is supposedly like a marker of like, of like a fit kind of amateur. You know what I mean? Like if you're doing that, like, oh, wow, you're really... I mean, mm. I guess anyone that does a marathon, yourself included, is, is very fit and healthy. But like, yeah. But then the sub three is really like elite, isn't it? Yeah, it really yeah. is, yeah. That's like, yeah. I don't know. Some people are just gifted, though. Some people just have the ability to run fast. I'm more, and I'm and more the I tallest. Think you have to like run a lot. I think you have to run a lot. For, you have to like put the miles in too. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I've got a fr- I've got like friends in New York who kind of run like eighty miles a week and stuff now. Wow. I don't, yeah, like running clubs and stuff. But even they're like embarrassed about the fact that you know it, there is a, like as I said, it's like it kind of I guess it is at odds with the sort of like, you know, I don't I don't can't imagine any fat white family run. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? It's kind of it is at odds with yeah. that sort of like. Do you think it's kind of an embarrassing thing? Like it's like almost I think like people, it's some got people that do like find it embarrassing. reputation of yeah. like oh like oh vegans always talk about being a vegan and yeah. like oh great you're, an, you're you quit smoking so now you're going to talk about being a non-smoker. Well, I told someone last I was I said I was oh, I'm doing this podcast and I have to talk about something I'm interested in, um, and uh, this girl I was with was like oh what are you talking about and I was like running she's like change it. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, yeah, and I was like why. <laughs> So that's awful. You can't talk about running. But no, I think it is, you know, I think, and actually that's why, in a weird way, that's why I wanted to talk about it. Because I think a lot of people do find it kind of like boring. They like roll their eyes or they're like, yeah. yeah. And I guess that, you know, it's that, that level of there is like a certain, there can be a certain nerdiness to it. You can get very into the tech side. Yeah, and which the again, I like reject. Strategy. You know, it's that kind of, that's why I don't like, you know, it's why something like road biking just doesn't appeal to me. That kind yeah. of like the cult, actually all sports really, I did, like the, I'm often put off by the culture surrounding them. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like the fo- the culture of the football fan or the culture of the like cyclists or even like running. It's kind of, I just do it for me really. I yeah. Think, yeah. Are you one of those football fans? Are, are you a supporter of a team and then the team I has am. rivals? I am, but I don't like, I don't, you know, like I can't watch it in the pub because, you know, like I don't, yeah. it, like, an, it's a very, again, it's a very personal thing but for me. But then running feels more personal than any of those sports. More so, definitely. Reason. We can't, yeah, it's you, isn't it? You yeah. against the world. Yeah. Yeah. And I suppose um, it's, it's like one of those things where once you've, you, once you've kind of gotten over the first initial barrier of, it being horrible on your lungs and you keep coughing up all that like phlegmy stuff yeah. and you have to stop every five seconds and a hill looks like Everest. Like burning like, nose. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once you get over that first hurdle and you, you realise that you can run a long distance and you yeah. can go out for half an hour and I think once people hit that level that's when the enjoyment really that's kicks That's when it becomes in. enjoyable and actually yeah just like you know like we say that for, you know even now I've been running for I guess I've been running for like over 20 years but like you you I'm not that old. I've just been running since <laughs> I was really young. But I, <laughs> I um, but I think you know, it, even now, like that, that first 10, 15 minutes of a run never gets easier. Like it's horrible. No, why is yeah. that? I've noticed it's that just sometimes. warming up, isn't it? I guess it's just your yeah. blood. Because I never warm up in. before I run. I just go straight yeah, in and run. Yeah, me too. Well, again, I think that's something that you might have to start doing as you get older. Really? That's what I'm told. Because I've never, I've never stretched, never warmed up. Well, I heard that you shouldn't stretch before right, you run. I don't know. I think Conflicting information. But no, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Because I think right. that you're more likely to damage your muscles by overstretching before right, a run. Because yeah. they're not warm. Because they're not like, you know, flexible. Well, I hate to give him too much airtime. My brother like like fucked his IT ban and he's like oh. and, and so he and so he's been seeing this uh, he's been seeing this guy who like trained was was Paula Radcliffe's trainer when she got when she got the world record oh wow and he has instructed my brother to uh, 
warm up before he goes running. Yeah. I suppose warming yeah. up, but maybe maybe like they say to do use those roller things. There's like foam that's what rollers. he uses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never used one of them. I've used one that. Agony, but even that agony. to me, like even that, I guess it's like a warped logic. But even that to me seems like like too nerdy for me. I'm like I can't. I'm like can't go. Like that's not <laughs> yeah. why. I run, like, this is like this has to be as painless as quick and painless as possible. Like I can't. There's no. I, d I don't like it to be. Other than, aside from the run itself, I don't like it to be in any way kind of like ceremonial. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right about the mental barrier. It's usually about three miles in that I'm like, oh, I'm really enjoying this now. Yeah. Like, this is great. But I that first... I'm superhuman. I am yeah, a star. Yeah. Yeah. But that first, like, 20... For on a longer run, that f I suppose on a shorter run, you're like, well, it's nearly over anyway. But on, yeah. like, a longer run, those first three or so miles, I'm like, oh, God, I've got so far to go. But then... By the yeah. time you hit four or five, it just you could keep going. But there's forever. also isn't. I feel like I actually I feel like you need to edit this next bit out because I feel like we're going too deep now. But there's like the anaerobic and aerobic breathing, right, which shifts after like 20 minutes. So actually, there's all these theories that unless if you're running under 20 minutes, you're actually like not really. There's basically no point in going for a run or really? something. Really? Yeah, because I it's something to do with like your oxygen and your glucose and kind of your reserve switching. I, I can't. But you're still you're still expending calories. Yeah, and but I yeah of course yeah of course I don't know you, look I think this probably this should be on the uh, this should be on the like uh, deluxe package of the of the um, <laughs> of the podcast. We've all we've done a podcast. Right. I mean I don't really know how much more like, more we I mean I'm enjoying talking but I wonder how much more we can talk about running. <laughs> Maybe just tell me about your have you got like a best ever run? Have you got one that sticks in your mind or a best marathon? Or? Um, I mean I I mean I guess like as I, you know I've been I've been lucky enough to sort of run in some insane places i think running through the african bush was pretty amazing i yeah and then running in cape town as well and then yeah i mean when you're running over like sydney harbour bridge or you know as i say up to the observatory in in la and, and, and places like that they like stick they they do like stick in my mind forever really yeah yeah and I suppose it's sort of you—you you get a different feeling out of it than just kind of driving. I mean, up that in is real. That because that's like you—that's not just the endorphins you're getting from running. That's like a euphoria because you're like, holy fuck, I'm in like <laughs> Sydney or you know, like <laughs> even Pat, you know, like Pat, like had, had went on an amazing run last summer where I like ran from my Airbnb in Paris, like along the river, like round, and we basically took it, like we were there to like party. So like the first day we got there, me and my friend, let's go on a run because I don't want we didn't you know or anything like touristy or any we're here for the evening not the not the day and kind of just ran around the Eiffel Tower then like the you know the, the Arc de Triomphe like everything yeah. kind of took in everything within like the space of like 45 minutes of running and such I feel like every you know I've been so, I've had so many experiences like that where it's just sort of I don't know it's great that's lovely. I really hope someone listens to this and they've like never really run before and they're like, oh, I'd be terrible at running. I hate running. And they're like, I'm actually, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to do one of those like couch to 5Ks. Do you think they will? <laughs> I, think that's, I think someone I listening so. will. I hope so. At least I hope one, they tweet yeah. you and they're like, yeah. thank you so much, Justin, yeah. for getting me DM into running. DM me, don't tweet me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> You'd say that. Actually, probably best not to encourage that kind of behavior. Anyway, good luck out there. <laughs> A big thanks to Justin. You can find our show notes and previous episodes at talktheline.blog, including a chat with O Wonder on the theme of running, although that one is more loosely associated to the relationship between running and needing a poo. Next week, I'm talking to Jam Supernova about Shondaland. You have been listening to Talk The Line. I'm Jen Long. This podcast is by The Line of Best Fit, produced by Paul Bridgewater with original music by Seams. Please subscribe to this podcast, follow us on social media, and if you're feeling really lovely, today what well, is nice weather come on it's warm for once 
add a little sunshine to our day and leave us a nice review. See you next week.